and welcome back to Talk Female Friday with me, Lucy Grimwade. Today, I am joined by a really good friend of mine, Jess Hotchby. Now, Jess is a book-loving, brand-storming, social media enthusiast who's also passionate about mental well-being and personal development. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me along for oh, who knows what this is going to turn into with us two involved. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. So Jess, do you know what would be really great is I know I've just done a little intro for you, but do you want to give us a little bit of a background about who you are, what you do, etc. Kind of hand the mic over to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I kind of guess career wise, I'm a bit of an odd bit of an odd journey but I'll take you on it with me um so um two degrees one in journalism one in publishing and I am now a commercial manager how odd is that given you know everything else is words and stuff and I now work in a role with numbers which just as a side note I did fail my GCSE math so I don't know how anyone trusts me with numbers but hey (laughs) you know um so yeah so um I've worked um kind of at Virgin Media OT for six years now, been in stores, did some social media stuff, went on the graduate scheme and now work with numbers all day, every day, which to be fair, if you'd have asked me two years ago, and my manager is very aware of this if she hears it, numbers with me were not friends. I'm not saying we're best friends now, but you know, we're we're closer than we were, shall we say. <laughs> I, just, I just find that so funny because we were on a call earlier and we were having a look at like stats um, Jess and I work as part of the women's development work stream for the women's network and Jess was taking us through like some results which were number based and you were so confident with it that you would never know that you're not confident with the kind of no no I shouldn't say that that numbers are not your thing I think that's what we should say because you are confident with it yeah I think I think I like numbers and stats that back stuff up so mm. um if I'm looking at something and someone says well there's nothing to back this up I'm like well where did it come from well, you, that that can't be legitimate because there's nothing to back it up. Um, which I'm very aware, you know, there are things out there that don't need numbers and stats. But I think, I don't know, I think there's a very small part of my brain that's like, I just need something to back up that this is true before I mention it in a call somewhere and someone goes, you fool, that makes no sense. <laughs> and do you know what? I can really resonate with that because my nine to five is looking at numbers it's continual service improvement so as you know this Jess but I don't know if listeners do that I work looking at data to be able to drive the improvement so how do I know if the improvements are actually doing something and and the work that I do is it even making a difference without those numbers telling me that so yeah I agree with you it's annoying but I agree with you (laughs) (laughs) so listen Jess is going to be on the podcast once a month. I've literally just told her that she's coming on it once a month. So she's kind of, she's looking at me now a little bit like, really? Did we agree this? So she is going to join me once a month. And really this conversation today is going to be like being a fly on the wall, listening in to kind of our conversation. Um, And at the end of the episode, Jess can uh, tell you around how you can get in touch with her, where you can find her, etc. But I'll also make sure that's in the the show notes. Um, But Jess, what I wanted for us to talk to uh, talk about today really is around like your own personal brand journey that you've gone on yeah that that sounds good I mean still fairly new to it as you are very much aware but I'm quite happy to kind of talk about what I've learned what surprised me all those kind of things and what I'm still learning I suppose (laughs) yeah go on start with like what surprised you 
So I think the one thing that kind of surprised me most was that who you associate with can sometimes affect your personal brand in both like a positive and a negative way, mm. uh, which actually is going to sound terrible, but it's really helped me clear people out of my life that I no longer require in there and aren't bringing me happiness or don't align with my values and that sort of thing. So I guess even though that shocked me, it's actually really, really helped me that that's what that's what I needed to do, I guess, was yeah. find something to go, do you know what? You don't need that person on Instagram or that person's not bringing anything to your life. So clear them out, get rid of them, chuck them in the bin sort of thing. I And I think, Jess, that's something that I found as well working on personal branding is that I didn't really understand that until I started working on my own branding as well and the work that I've been doing as a coach that actually people do impact who you are and your branding and it was a friend of mine who I used to work with um, at, at another company and she said you do know that this person used to say this and this and this about you but you were I never knew that and actually because of the position this person was in and who this person knew that actually could really could have had a massive impact to my own career mm-hmm. with a company and yeah. I, I think that is one of the kind of surprising things but also a really good key lesson wouldn't you say to, to yeah. like learn and I wish I knew that sooner yeah 100 100 percent like I the fact that you don't realize what impact people have on you until you start looking at this really makes a difference because also depending who you're surrounded by kind of I guess, touches on how you're feeling for your mood and your well-being and mental health. And we all know that that's another thing that I'm dead passionate about. So I don't want those people in my life that are dragging down my well-being and positive and like positive mood and all of that. So that don't go wrong, not always in a positive mood, but I don't need someone that's negative every day of their life in my life. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I agree. And I think you can't help but to fall into those people those traps of people when they are negative but it's just the way our human brain works it's if you surround yourself with negative people you're going to be a negative person um there was a meme that I read a few years ago and it said something along the lines of like before you class yourself as being depressed just make sure you're not surrounded by assholes and actually that was a bit of a turning point for me as well like because I thought actually like if I have a look around like who am I surrounded by and since I turned 30 which feels like a lifetime ago now Jess is about to turn 30 by the way so jealous um (laughs) I I think that I wish I'd known that before 30 to be honest but hey but we are we are where we are any other surprises that that you found when you're working on your branding? My values, like I know that sounds really silly. I always thought I knew what my values were. Mm-hmm. But actually, when I started working properly on my personal branding and um, looking at, I suppose looking at it much deeper, I realised that, yeah, values were more important to me than anything else. And again, that links in with the kind of people I spend time with and the people I really connect with but I didn't realize how much values can impact whether or not you could potentially get a future role or whether or not you know if you reach out to someone on LinkedIn if you have the wrong kind of attitude on LinkedIn and that sort of thing people might not appreciate who you are and accept you so that was a a big one for me 
Yeah, I think values are such an interesting topic as well. It's so every client I've worked with and we've done values like a value kind of and I always end up doing it for two hours because there's always like life-changing moments <laughs> with them but you're right the values because it that really drives you that really does drive you around the direction and stuff that you're going anything else anything else do you think that surprised you I don't think so I think they were the two kind of mm. yeah main main things I think I just think personal branding in general surprised me because I didn't realize it was so big and so important I just thought oh it's just who you are it doesn't really matter it doesn't not that it doesn't do anything but that's kind of how I viewed it if that makes sense yeah I think we all tend to think that branding is like a company-based thing and because you work in brand and marketing as well you've probably got that kind of blinkered view if I can call it that almost to say um well brand and marketing is because I work at VMO2 and by the way, I also work at VMI too. That's how Jess and I know each other. <laughs> Side note there. Um, you know, you kind of think about that. But actually, you're right. Personal brand, you actually already have a personal brand. And I think when I asked you about those surprises, one of the biggest surprises I had is that actually personal branding, you already have a brand. Believe it or yeah. not, you, you know, you already have a brand. Whatever your kind of PDPs are saying about you, what people say about you when you're not in the room, that's your brand. That's who you are. And you have an opportunity to um, create what people, how you want people to perceive you and how you mm-hmm. want to be perceived, etc. But you don't just, you can't just go, oh, I need a personal brand. I'm going to get one because it's too late. You've already got one. I think that was yeah. my surprise. Yeah, it's hard to fix it when it's broken. Yeah. And it takes a lot more work when it's broken. And you know what? There's been moments as well with with things that I've done that I've like the work that I've done and moments that I've had in my life and people have a like a a view on on what I do and even wrongly or rightly I've got views on other people but then I've Mm -hmm. only experienced them in kind of one capacity and actually trying to change it's about first impressions isn't it they always say you've only got like one chance for a first impression and it's so true if you initially have this gut feel about someone or someone does something or you've read something on LinkedIn like you were saying or you've seen a post on Instagram or whatever it is you can either love it or hate it it is like Marmite and then that's going to give that person that taste of you almost of how that would be going going forward with them don't they don't they say it's something like you've got seven seconds is it to make a first and a lasting impression that isn't a lot of time when you think about it no no you're so right it's about seven seconds and apparently as well there's so many things that goes on in the people in people's heads around like they think about like your social background your education da, 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 da. there's so many things I think of it's like 30 things that go on in your head in like 30 seconds which is also really scary I think yeah yeah no it, yeah it's a very weird world world and weird and wonderful world personal branding yeah. I think we did say by the way didn't we before we started that this is going to be quite a raw conversation and there might be some fluffs and then I called them fluffies <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a bit of a giggle beforehand um so just so you know if we fluff we fluff anything else to do with personal branding that you wouldn't want to share you want to talk about I think just focus on it like don't go back to it very often but like so I try to go back to it probably I'm gonna sound really corporate now but like really like every quarter just to make mm. sure that my values haven't changed or if they have where they've changed what they are now and also it just kind of aligns again with that kind of 
checking in on your PDP or where you might want to go. And I always find as well that it balances me when I've got 26,000 things going on in my head. It just gives me 10 minutes to just check through everything and make sure it aligns with where I'm at, which means I can tick something off in my brain that's got too many tabs open, to say the least. So you mentioned there about PDPs, so personal development plans. Do you think, so take away like corporate jargon for the minute, if we talked about personal development, because I know that you're also very big on personal development Mm -hmm. as well, can you talk to me about why you find personal development so important? Might be stating the obvious slightly, but... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I guess, well, so I guess for me, personal development isn't my personal development. Like, I know that's going to... Listeners are going to be like, what is she talking about? She's talking a little bit right now. <laughs> let, me, let me explain. So for me, it's all about helping other people with their development. So if someone came to me and said, oh, I need help with this. And then after two or three times, they actually went, I don't need you anymore, Jess. Great. Brilliant. I'm so pleased because you've got it. So f- for me, the personal development is helping other people develop. Mm. My personal development's great. I can deal with that. I can do that in the background. She says, doing a PhD, working, juggling everything that life throws at her. But I can do my own development. I get excited when I see other people learn and develop and know that I've helped a step towards that. Kind of like what we do with the development work stream at, in the Women's Network. Yeah, I didn't join that for my own development as such. I joined it to help other people grow their development in confidence or networking or whatever they wanted to do. no it doesn't sound silly at all and I think it's a really lovely kind of response because I don't think I've ever asked you that question around personal development but I also look at you and see what you do for your own because your own development and your own journey that you go on especially with stuff where you're thinking about going and your own kind of compass of things that you want to do because like you say you're doing that PhD as well at the moment as well as doing a full-time job as well as all like other things that life throws at you but what never like what makes me kind of admire you and and I kind of just go wow like Jess is just so passionate about this is that you you're constantly speaking to me about like oh I've read this I'm thinking about doing that I've reached out to this person I've thought about that you're constantly thinking outside the box so do you think you doing that is helping you grow yeah, hundred percent. But I'd never thought of it like as a personal development thing. Like I'd always just sort of thought, oh, I'm just reaching out to find out about something. Or I guess, I guess the there's part of me there that just kind of sees it as now. I can't say I ever went into journalism because I didn't. I did a journalism degree and then went off and did a master's in publishing instead of doing a journalism job. But anyway, <laughs> but I guess there's the part of me and the journalist bit in me that will always have that little bit of oh, what's going on or oh, where, what, how can that person help with this or that? So like, for example, my dad's doing a PhD as well. Um, he'll probably kill me for mentioning him, but anyway. Um, <laughs> and he rang me the other day and was like, oh, do you know anyone who could do X, Y, and Z or help me with this? And I was like, let me just put my thinking cap on. And I was like, actually, when I did a project for my um, undergraduate degree, I just reached out to this place, sent them an email and someone came back. And my dad was like, I just hadn't thought about that and it's nothing to do with the fact that he he's got so much going on with his PhD as well like he's three years into a PhD yeah 
three. Let's go three years. I'm never going to let him three. listen. I'm sorry, Lucy. <laughs> that's, just, that's one less listener. Um, <laughs> um, but it's stuff like he's so far into his that he's probably, his brain's just blown with everything he's doing. It's such a niche, niche subject as well that I think he just needed someone to go, have you thought about X, Y, and yeah. Z? And I think that for me is the the bit that I like is the finding out a little bit more doing the digging kind of yeah. I guess I'm kind of like a little mole getting further and further into that hole to find out an answer yeah I also think it's about utilizing your network which I think you do amazing as well and I've seen you I've watched you do it and you definitely you and I've had conversations and I know you won't mind me sharing it but you've asked me questions like what well, who should I reach out to this mm. and I'm like every time I've given you a contact to go and reach out to you haven't just sat on it you've messaged him you've copied me in Lucy's given me you know and it's been and it's been just amazing to watch because you're not just I, I personally think personal development isn't just about, oh, I'd like to go and learn more about that. And then you don't mm-hmm. do anything. Personal development is I'd like to understand this and then going and figuring it out yourself almost. Reading that book, using a network, um, asking the question. And I definitely, now you've been talking about your journalism degree, the kind of the dots have crossed for me or the dots have met, whatever, whatever the yeah. saying is. Um because you're right, you know, you, you do naturally, you're naturally quite curious. You're naturally going, if I did this with that, and people like what you're saying about the data, like you need need it to be able to back up your story. And again, that's yeah. probably coming from your journalism background as well. Yeah, I think as well, kind of the marketeer in me is the same. I mean, if you speak to any marketeer, they're like, we needed to do some more digging and diving. And the curiosity is something that, so for us in brand and marketing, we live and breathe curiosity, like it's our thing. So I think that links into it as well. And I guess as well, just reading books like I'm going to call them storybooks so sorry to any publishers that are listening please uh please don't be offended by that (laughs) even storybooks take you on that kind of research and investigation and you read it because you want to know what's going to happen and that sort of thing so I guess inquisitivity is that a word I don't know I might have just made up a word but I guess that's my thing which I didn't again until having this conversation with you there's so many times we've had conversations and I've gone oh yeah I can't believe that I've never thought about that I'm doing it again now um so I think yeah the inquisitiveness I think that might be the right word um maybe just something that I live and breathe and don't even realize because I just it's like a day-to-day I guess it's like going to work like I know what I do Mm. so I do it yeah so Jess you mentioned there about like brand and marketing I was wondering whether you could tell us anything like from not on, obviously anything corporate related because you know we'd both get fired if we yeah. start talking about certain things but are there any kind of if people who are looking to work on their personal branding from someone that works in brand marketing is there anything that you could think or any kind of hints or tips that you could kind of share with us around how companies do things internally that people could apply to themselves. Because at the end of the day, personal branding was kind of born from branding, like company branding. Yeah. um, I think, first of all, kind of be yourself with it. So, you know, there's, for example, um, Innocent Smoothies. I love Innocent Smoothies. I think they're fantastic. And I think... Oh my god! If you don't follow them on social media, go and follow them because so good. I have the notifications on Twitter. So I don't use Twitter anymore for anything other than in- other than innocent smoothies notifications, which I've turned on. So whenever they tweet, I get a notification. Um, 
And I just think they do it so, so well. Like they know exactly what they're talking about. They match it to exactly what's going on. So like as soon as the weather changed, they were like, what do we wear? Do we get hot clothes out? Cold clothes? You know, it's that kind of by midday, I'm taking all my layers off. And then when you've got the Great British Bake Off, oh my God, the way they tweet along with it. If I'm late watching the Bake Off, I have to turn my phone off because of the notifications. <laughs> I think it's all about knowing knowing your audience, which I know yeah. sounds silly when it's personal, but you still need to know who, let's, let's be serious. You never know who you might still be next to in a queue. You never know who you might be stood next to in a lift they could be your future boss they could you know you never know who you're surrounded by so knowing yourself who your audience is is so important um so that that's probably a big one for me is knowing your audience and accepting as well that again obsessed with innocent smoothies um but the way that when they make a mistake on social media, they just come out and call it out or they'll call someone out and go, for example, oh, like, for example, oh, my God, Jess, look at that. You've spelt something wrong. It's just owning it. Like, just own who yeah. you are. If, like, and this is what I do on LinkedIn and stuff. Like, I write like I talk. Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, I'm right. I make mistakes. I probably don't use commas in the right place. All of that. Um, But that's me. And at the end of the day, that's who I am. You're going to have to get used to the fact that I have a degree in journalism, which should be writing, but I still can't write for Toffee. Like, don't expect me to check your grammar because pff, it's not going to happen. I was told at university by one of my lecturers to go and buy a grammar book. That's how <laughs> I wasn't writing. You know, it's that sort of thing. Just hold your own and own it, really. I mean, I don't yeah, know I if many that. other marketeers would agree with that, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Yeah, I think two things I got from Matt is around being authentic and knowing your niche, kind of knowing yeah. your audience, which I think is a really like I I think I agree with you. I don't know what else I would add really. I think that's a again, I know I don't work in and brand and marketing, but I've got such a passion for branding and I mm -hmm. follow a lot of different companies and just kind of even like linking back with innocent innocent smoothies are so consistent so I think I'd add consistency so yeah. um being authentic knowing your audience and being consistent with it which I think consistency is sometimes really hard because there's so many changes that go on in the world yeah. but as long as your kind of messaging is still the same and your your kind of voice is still the same yeah. then they know it's you they know it's coming from you they know you're being authentic they know that you yeah. know your audience and it's a bit like you know again instant smoothie I think coca-cola do it well as well um and I've seen them shift and change and and, and companies have to have had to shift and change especially with the, how the world is changing yep. um do you remember like years ago there was the kind of diet coke break which I don't know whether that would even whether that could even be like I think it's funny but actually you know nowadays is it something that you know that would wash on telly do you know what I mean like would, yeah. would it actually be so yeah it's probably about um yeah. kind of being consistent but keeping with the times as well yeah I agree like I mean let's look at for example like Asda and Tesco and stuff with sorry to mention it people but the cost of living at the minute the way their adverts have changed to target oh, but, yeah, oh. <laughs> the way adverts have changed to target that actually we know you're struggling so what we've done is we've bought this range in or we've kept our prices at a certain price so you can still hopefully be able to afford to shop with us that's what it's all about it's 
they're still using their same messaging. They're still saying mm. we're on the high street, you know, where you'll go to market, shop, supermarket, but they're saying it in a way that goes, please don't run away when things get tough. We can help and support. And I think yeah. that's the most important thing. You know who they are. Even even though Asda, for example, have got this yellow, is it whatever their new yellow packaging is, I can't remember what it's called, that everyone's obsessed with, yeah. which can I just point out, is incredible. We are now yellow yellow labelled in our house, which I'm not bothered about admitting because the food is, it's great and it's cheaper and it really helps with the cost of everything else. But even though that's a yellow label and as does green, you still know who they are as a brand. Yeah. It's about landing that message properly, isn't it, really? Yeah. I also think it's interesting that you bring that up because we used to do our food shopping at Morrison's, but they've put their prices up. So we now buy from Sainsbury's because their messaging and their kind of adverts was like do you know what we understand there's a cost of living crisis going on Uh, again sorry that I'm mentioning it now but their food is so much more affordable and then what I do all our food shop online and I can see you know it's like an Aldi price or you know and sometimes I'm like can they do that because they're basically saying it's like the same prices same price as Aldi but they do it and actually that for me, I like that because I know that I'm getting a good value, I'm getting a good deal. And right now, we've got to be looking after our, yeah. our pounds and our pennies. And something else that you were just talking about just now made me think about, so before I came and joined Virgin Media 2, I actually worked with Selfridges. Side note, I really miss my discount at Selfridges. Every time I talk about it, I just really, <laughs> really miss it. If anyone, you know, wants to buy me anything designer, you know, I'm here for you. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, what I what I like about Selfridges as a brand, and they've never moved away from this, was that they had this concept that everybody is welcome. So yes, yeah. you can go into Selfridges, have a glass of champagne, um, go and buy like a Prada handbag, Chanel handbag, but then you could also Topshop aren't in there anymore. But then you just go onto another floor and you can buy Primark in the one in Birmingham. Yeah. You can, I think so. I think. Primark's doing it if it's not I'm sorry um Topshop's obviously not in there anymore as well but there's more reasonably priced clothing for somebody who doesn't want to go and spend hundreds hundreds maybe even thousands and millions um on because trust me working there there's yeah. moments where I saw things like going out for millions the people don't want to do that so my, my, whole, my whole point purpose and point of this is saying is that they've kept to that promise they kept to their brand promise so I think that's yeah. also been a really good kind of like marketing technique but also I think linking it back to personal brand is about understanding your brand promise what are you smiling yeah. at you laughing at something was no, it because I because you saying that no you made you made me realize so on top of being a book addict and all of that I'm also a stationary addict you probably are aware of this yes I know this. everyone else won't be but I'm obsessed with stationary and when I was at uni I used to go to Selfridges to buy my stationery because they had the lower priced stationery. Yeah. Like it would be, because I went to uni in London, so it would be right, let's trot down to Oxford Street and go to Selfridges and then trot back up to Tottenham Court Road and go in paper chase. And it, that's why I was giggling because yeah, they did used to do that. And I used to feel like, you know, I was a student, I didn't go in exactly dressed like you would imagine someone to dress who goes in Selfridges. Like I'd be in like, jeans and an oversized jumper or although I say that I did have and I still do have like a down south fashion and an up north fashion which is quite funny actually um 
but I could go in and know that no one was going to follow me around the store because I didn't look right. It didn't matter yeah. to them who I was. It didn't matter whether I spent three or four pound in the food court or whether, like you said, I spent millions on something designer or a diamond ring or whatever. Cause I remember walking through the jewelry bit and being like, hmm, that's never going to come home with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, it's that knowing that a brand wants you to shop with them, which I think is something again, that like Liberty does really well when you go yeah. into Liberty again, used to go in there for stationery as well. Maybe I'm just a, I'm a, high class shopper with a very low budget what is it they say something about a champagne lifestyle on a lemonade budget or something isn't it I can't remember you know what I mean yeah but do you know what like the more the more you kind of talk about it the more I'm thinking yeah that but that is one of the reasons why I wanted to go and work for because I was working at Harrods beforehand and then that was one of the reasons why I wanted to move into Selfridges is because Because I could get behind that kind of mess. I just said we lost connection there, so I hope that oh, we're still recording. We are. We are still recording. Yeah, we're Sorry, fine. <laughs> little fluff here. Yeah. I had a little panic, like no, we've lost our whole recording. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's nice to kind of hear somebody else say that. And just you know, I don't work for them anymore, so I'm not. You know, I'm not advertising. You know, anything like that. No ad here. But you can just go in there and 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 be like who you are I just love all the different brands and even for like men as well yeah. I loved all the kind of male brands in there the skate park it was just like a little ramp thing in there yeah. which was amazing and even like the cafes weren't restaurants cafes whatever you want to call them even they weren't depending on what floor you were depending yeah. on how much you could afford it, it was affordable and yeah. it was like a, and it was a nice treat it's a nice treat for people yeah I, I know I've slightly gone off on waffle there but you know I like clothes and shopping so I'll well, be that's something we have <laughs> that's something we have in common mine's maybe not so much clothes you know mine's like god's sake don't let me loose in a water stones really like I did when I went <sighs> to see my friend last year and came home with 50 pounds of books and mum was like what have you got there I was like nothing just gonna hide that around that corner so you can't see how many more books I've bought to add to the shelves that I don't have any room on <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? I've turned into one of those, um, I was going to say wives, we're not married, but we might as well be, where I order things now and things arrive and then I like scurry it away and hide it. And then when I do wear it or I do do something with whatever I like, a bag or like a dress, oh, that is that new? Oh, yeah, I got it from Vinted. It was like literally yeah. like a fiver. Yeah, have you got one of them doormats that says like hide parcels from my husband? <gasps> Oh my god! I sometimes see them come, like come, come to the door, and I'm like, stand back, just drop it down there, and I'll come out because you've got a ring doorbell. Like seriously, you think I'm making this up? I'm literally not. But um, yeah. So there we go. There's some secrets there for you about me. <laughs> oh, do you know what, Jess? I've so enjoyed having a little chat with you. I can't wait for us to come back next month and have another conversation. Before we kind of bring our podcast conversation to a close is there anything else you'd like to talk about I don't think so I think we've covered so much and also I, I didn't realize how long we'd just been chatting for I know like I, love I know it. this sounds really silly when we do it all the time anyway <laughs> but um yeah no I think yeah I'm I mean I don't know loads about personal branding but I'm happy to kind of chat to people about it and whatever people kind of want to chat to me I'm a pretty no pun intended here but I'm a pretty open book so yeah come, that should be your um, slogan 
actually 100 be your slogan um yes. you can find jess on instagram and linkedin i will add her handles to the show notes um jess will be back next month so it would probably be in like two or three episodes time jess will be back thank you so much for coming on here i'm so happy that we've had this conversation we now need to go and brainstorm and have an idea of what we're going to talk about next um and thank you everyone for listening thank you to jess um yeah and so thank you so much for listening if you are new here please please subscribe um please share this episode um across your social networks if you have an internal workplace or an internet page please also share that as well um and if there's anything that you'd like for us to talk about please do um send jess or i a dm and let us know and we will have a little look and come up with a plan of action of things that we can talk about and that just leaves me to say goodbye enjoy the rest of your friday and i will catch you next week <laughs>